It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh boy, here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way out is This is how to do life. how to do life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. It is the middle of April. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? The middle of April. And that means we have had 16 Mondays and 16 Fridays in this year so far. I added them up. Oh, my. Yeah. So 16 days that people have woken up and been like, oh, Monday. And then 16 times that it's been like, woohoo, Friday, Friday. I follow um, this page called Unspirational. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. uh, they post something snarky every day. Yeah. And yesterday's post said, here comes Monday to fuck everything up again. <laughs> and I liked that one. So, yeah. I usually like Mondays. You know? I like Mondays because we're here. Yeah. And, and I'm usually pretty excited about what's going on during. It's Monday. No. It's we record on Mondays. <laughs> but I um, I usually have stuff to look forward to during the week. So I'm, I'm ready nice. to get the week going. Um, we have also completed one season, winter. Mm-hmm. And started a new one, spring. Mm-hmm. So some things have happened yes. in the year. I've covered 657 miles. Congratulations. So far, so I've got 1,363 left to go. I am a li- I'm behind you a ways. I'm a, I'm a couple hundred back from you. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I kind of got away from tracking. And yesterday I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't tracked in like three weeks and that's bad. And I did some guesstimating, and I know I guesstimated low, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't I don't give myself credit where credit's not due. I try not to do that. Um, Me too. So I don't know where I'm at, but it's not. I'm not in the 600s yet. That's I sure. had a bit of a moral conflict when it came to um, tracking my mileage because I um, I tr- I use a Garmin, mm-hmm. and I use the Garmin app to track my mile my steps, which translate to miles. And I did, I had this weird thing on my Garmin that I had forgotten I had done a bike ride. And it was counting the miles that I had ridden, that I had cycled as Mm. miles towards my week. And I was like, well, I mean, I couldn't figure out, like, I don't remember doing this walk, like seven miles. I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, oh, I was cycling. So Mm -hmm. I can't count those miles because I didn't, I said, it has to be on foot. Yeah. So for me, I usually um, do the same route. It's the same. Like I have a five mile loop. Like I know that this one specific road in my neighborhood is two miles. I know that this other road is three miles. Mm-hmm. I know that from my house up and down the one road one time is 4.65 or whatever yeah. you know like so I, I just know these and mm-hmm. so I just go home and write them down usually because right. that's usually what I'm doing but occasionally I will turn on you know like map my run uh-huh. you know if I'm going to do something different or if I'm going to whatever and one day I was out and it started raining really 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 hard and uh-huh. 
someone picked me up uh-huh. and I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> so- and so suddenly I was so fast because <laughs> right. I was riding in a car. So suddenly I, they were like, you are running right. 35 miles an hour. PR. You're amazing. <laughs> Fastest like, mile ever. <laughs> no one's ever run that fast. You're faster than Usain Bolt. You know, like, yeah, I, I was, it was really funny. So I didn't get to count that one. <laughs> I write it down on my calendar. Um, you know, I kind of will like go a few days without writing it down and then I'll go back and, and fill it all in so that I can keep track. But I, I did have to go in and like add up how many miles. And then a, a part of my brain was reminding me like, you're spending so much time figuring out how many miles you've gone. You could be walking right now and getting more miles. And I had to tell that part of my brain, just chill for a sec. Mm-hmm. Yes, technically you're right, but I'm busy. So I'm going to do a better <laughs> job of tracking. But you know, we've we've covered some distance. We've done some stuff. We've had some time go by mm-hmm. from the beginning of the year until now. And so I have something that I would like to recommend. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend? Okay, so I'm going to start off this might I recommend with a question. Okay. In the form of a song. Oh. Because what I want to know is... What are you doing, New Year's Eve? Is that a real song? Yes. (laughs) And are you really asking me? (laughs) Yeah, I'm asking you and I'm asking everybody who's listening or watching us on Facebook right now to check in for a moment. Because when I picked up my planner Mm -hmm. and I was filling in my miles, I remembered that sometimes... At the end of the year, I will pick up my planner and realize I haven't opened this thing since July. Mm. You know, like I just get into like into the roller coaster of life and mm-hmm. I just like live and live and live and I forget or I don't forget. I neglect my planner and um, sometimes I'll go back through it and I'll look back at like the highlights and things that I did and notice where I fell off of planning out and and just started being in the moment. And I always regret that. I always wish that I had done a better job of planning things out and making notes and making lists because I get more done that way. I'm more organized that way. And so this is a check-in moment for you and me and everybody listening to ask yourself, is 2021 going the way that you want it to? Are you living in a way that will have you feeling great on New Year's Eve about all that you've done in 2021? And April always to me is a nice check-in point for where am I at this point in the year? We're a few months in. Am, am I on track? Do I like where I'm going? Do I like how I'm living? Am I living in such a way that when I get to the end of this year, I'm going to feel like, yes, that was great. Gosh, I guess we're like a quarter done. Yeah. Aren't we? It's yeah. Like, it's, no, a third done. A third. We're a third through this year. Mm-hmm. Which is more than a quarter. More than a quarter. For the math noises out there. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's interesting that you say that because I kind of was looking at my planner the other day, too, and I was looking at all the stuff that's coming up this summer. And when I was driving my children to school this morning, I said, hey, I heard that um, you guys, when the school year ends, masks might go away and masks might not come back in the fall. And then I said, what will that be like, you know, if we like if we get into the end of May and they go away. You know what I mean? Like, will they go away in society too? You know, and we started thinking about like, 
headed into summer mm-hmm. when it's really hot. I don't want to wear my mask. mask Nobody summer. wants to wear their mask in the summer. <laughs> no. And everybody's getting vaccinated now. And things are changing and yeah. things are things are taking shape. It looks very different than even January. Remember the very first of January, we were like, we really want it to be fresh and new and nice, but it still sucked. Yeah. It sucked. It was terrible. And we were really bummed. And now I feel like we actually have, like, the weather is changing and the momentum is changing as well. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully everybody's feeling good about what they're going to be doing New Year's Eve. Hopefully I'm going to be partying like it's 2022. <laughs> I hope so, too. And um, so that's my recommendation for everybody today is to just press pause on yourself for a minute. Look around and, and check to make sure that you're doing the things that you wanted to do. And it's never too late to start. So get going on it if you're not. Um, you know, Just check in. How do I want to be feeling New Year's Eve? And am I putting the, the things in place and living my life now so that I can be? Wonderful advice. Yes. So I like you. it, Heather. So now we have that out of the way. There's something that I am curious to know. You know, this is probably nosy, personal, and none of her business. But she just can't help it, you know? She is just curious to know. Do you have a bucket list? You know what? I saw you posting stuff, and I vaguely went through my mind whether this might be our show today. It but, is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do have a bucket list of sorts. Yeah. I basically have a, um, a travel and concerts list. Okay, so, okay. Which I would say is pretty much a bucket list how far know? through it are you uh well so this list was started when I was still married and there is the places that mommy wants to go uh-huh the places that each kid wants to go and then I think my ex-husband only had one place uh-huh. written down which I've been to which he hasn't but <laughs> but um so it's it's up on my fridge I don't know, like, what portion of it is mine and how far through it I am. I, did, I do get to check things off. What's funny is the first thing that I wrote on this list was the Camino de Santiago. Uh-huh. And I planned to do that when I was, like, 50. I figured my kids would oh, be, you did it like, graduated and, you know. Um, but it was it was the top thing, and it was the first thing that I did off that list. So I'm always curious about people's bucket lists, whatever they, whatever they, how they define that and, and, whether or not they are, it's filled with lots of little things that they want to experience that are totally attainable and like I can easily do these things. Whether it's a few really big things that take a lot of planning and resources and it's kind of like, I hope I get to do this. Um, you know, just kind of what how people do that. And um, I learned that 95% of people have a bucket list. About 21% change their bucket list at least once a month. Really? Yeah. I thought that seemed pretty frequent. Mm -hmm. And 66% say that they check off an item about every year. I would say that items come... I do new, exciting, fun things about once a year, at least. But maybe it wasn't, like, on my list, but I still got to do it. Like, some things have been delayed. Like, doing the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with my kids was something that I wanted to do. Um, and I thought that we were going to do that in 2020, and that is delayed. You right. Know? Like, um, so some things that we thought we were going to do, you know, we can't. And now, talking back to the calendar thing and the planning into the future, we had most of our big trips mapped out, like, through their high school graduations. 
And now some of those things has been delayed. So now it's like a crunch of when are we going to get to do this or are we going to get to do this? Because once kids get into college, once kids get jobs, once right. kids, you know, yeah. are no longer yours, off. you know what I mean? Then uh, that time slips away, yeah. you know, more quickly. Like this is this is the critical moment to be able to make some of those memories. You yeah, know? absolutely. Well, it shouldn't come as a surprise then that most bucket list items are travel related. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was thinking about that when I was looking at what you posted. And, and I didn't dig too deep into what you posted. I just kind of, like, saw it peripherally. But I started thinking, you know, because I, I think you asked or a couple people mentioned that they've changed, like, their priorities quite a bit over uh -huh. time. And a lot of it becomes more experience-based, uh -huh. you know, instead of stuff. Like, maybe it used to be, like, I want a boat or something. Right, and now yeah. it's, like, I want to, you know, travel. And when I was thinking about that part... I was thinking the only real item on my bucket list, you know, is like I want to find a nice person that I enjoy spending my time with and have stability. And, you know, what I mean, like, yeah, that's a very different goal than I want to go on an African safari. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just want to settle into like a regular life at some point. I <laughs> <laughs> like, It would be nice to have some form of like flat life for like a minute my life is really <laughs> flat I, I like the flatness of my life um, I one thing I, I think of bucket list items as experiences things that I want to see or do gotcha and not necessarily as much things that I want to have but one thing that I really really want to do that I have not done and fully intend to is um, I want to hire a plane or a helicopter mm -hmm. to fly me around for as long as I want to, to look at all the things that I want to look at. And I don't mean in like an expansive way, like around the country. I mean like around Tallahassee. Like I want to go and have, I, I think about this every time I'm in a plane and we're leaving the airport and we're flying to like Atlanta, which is the only place you can fly to from Tallahassee. You can also go to Dallas or Charlotte. Oh, well, I'm usually going <laughs> you're to on Atlanta. American. You're on Delta, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at the trees and I'm trying to figure out where's my house? Where's my street? Where's this? Where's that? What is this over here? What is that over there? And I never have enough time to really figure it out. And so, and I've also always wanted to be in a plane that goes out over the Gulf mm -hmm. and looks for like shipwreck and Ooh. like things under the water. Mm -hmm. And I, I spent so much of my dreaming time in flight. I fly a lot in my dreams. I want to fly for real. Like I want to do parasailing. I want to do parachuting. I want mm -hmm. to go, I want to have a bird's eye view of my community until I am satisfied with what I have seen. Why don't you get your pilot's license? I don't want to get my pilot's license. I want a friend with a pilot's license. There you go. Who will take me up in their plane. I have a friend. I have a friend too. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I have a friend in my neighborhood, and I'm sure he would love to take you up in his plane. Is it I, Alan Hanstein? Yes, I think we can make this happen. <laughs> That's who I Alan? was just thinking of, Alan. Alan, can we make Heather's dream come true? <laughs> Will you take me up in Tallahassee in your plane and, and take me around Tallahassee? I just want to see. I want to be able to just... I bet he will. He's Until great. I'm happy. Yeah. I just want to see it to be satisfied. So, um, other... Um, we can make this dream come true. We can make this dream come I true. I feel like we can... This is Heather's Make-A-Wish episode, and... Well, <laughs> You That's another another element of bucket list items that I'm looking at when people answered my question and I asked on Facebook last night, you know, what's on your bucket list? And I wonder, 
like I always being a goal person and being, you know, being kind of coachy when it comes to goals. I want to know what would you put something in your bucket that you didn't think you could actually ever do? I think I can do anything. So well, there yeah. is nothing that <laughs> there's nothing unachievable. Well, I mean, I mean, like, no, that's not true. I'm never going to like win Olympic gold. I'm never going to like work hard enough at something <laughs> physical that I would achieve something like that or even have like the, the personal capacity. I don't know. So probably it's most likely that I'm not going to like win an Olympic gold medal. So I wouldn't put that in my list. Right. Right. <laughs> I wonder about that, too, because um, a lot of everything that I see that people have written, a lot of it is going to see things, visit Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely something that somebody can do. Mm -hmm. Take a cruise to Antarctica. That would be expensive, but you could do it. These aren't hard things. No. It's not like, you know what I really want? I want to finish my doctoral degree. Those are That's a good goal. And that would be, you know, like you could put that in your bucket and you could do it. You know, I think it's really interesting to to know what people aspire to and what they have as their. Oh, yeah. Someday before I die, I want to do this thing. And um, and so I'm thankful to everybody who um, who contributed. And a lot of people said they wanted to go to Australia. Yeah. And see Sherry Shari. Sherry well, they didn't say that. But yeah, that, that, that's what they'd want to do. That's though. what if you go to Australia, then you have to go see our friend Sherry Shari. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll take you all around everywhere. And, she's a pretty um, cool woman. She's, she's got an cool. amazing story. She's super inspirational. We really should have her call in someday. I know. I think it's like the middle of the night. For it, her, is. Though. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most desired experiences in um, bucket lists. Um, skydiving. Yeah, I think that's a like a bungee jumping, skydiving kind of thing are things that maybe used to be more like I thought that would be really fun. And now I feel like I can live without that. Bungee jumping, never. Uh-uh, no way. But I would do the other things where I'm flying. Win the lottery, can't really control whether that happens. See, I think that a bucket that's list a has bucket to be something you can do. Yeah, it has to be something you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And having kids. Oh, that's kind of sweet. I think, I don't know that that's a bucket list thing. I though. think it is. Really? Especially if people who like struggle and you know ha- have a have a difficult time with that, like yeah. all they want in the world is like their one goal is that you know they get to experience having a child. You know, Australia is number one on the top list of top ten countries people want to visit. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Australia is so big. Like people are like, I want to go to Australia. Like there's a lot of different options. Right, there's a lot to do in Australia. <laughs> you you need some time, people. If, you got to pick a coast at least. I think it's interesting that only about half people want to bring their spouse or significant other with them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't want to. I would definitely want to. Like there are some places that I've been or things that I've done that I would want to go back to just to show them to someone that I cared mm-hmm. about. You yeah. Know? Well, Robbie's like that with African safari. Like yeah. he, he went on an African safari when he was in the military. And I never had an interest. And he was always like, we have to go back. We have to go back. I want to show this to you. Mm-hmm. And now that I have like kind of ex- had more education about what an African safari is actually like and what the climate is actually like in Africa, I'm much more interested. Yeah. Um, but before I wasn't. But <laughs> yeah. So I was curious about that. And um and I'm also curious about something else that we're going to talk about in the grab bag. What? What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's one. Let's see what's in the grab bag. 
think I've got it. Do you know how the bucket list got its name? No. Well, I think there's a lot. Of, there's a few different um, theories of how the bucket list got its name. There is a movie. I can't remember what it's called, but Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson um, play terminal cancer patients who talk about the list of things they'd like to do before they kick the bucket. Oh, okay. And, that, and it's, this is their kick bucket the list. Bucket. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I really like to think about is the opposite of the bucket list. Um, after President Obama won his reelection campaign at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, he was asked, Mr. President, do you have a bucket list? And he said, well, I have something that rhymes with a bucket list. And so I asked on Facebook last night, now that we've talked about what's on your bucket list, do you have anything on your rhymes with bucket list? Your fuck it list. (laughs) The things that you don't care about anymore. The things that you have given up putting energy into. I think we all have those things. I loved the comments on this one. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Our friend Dana Brooks said, other people's opinions of my choices. Mm -hmm. I feel that one in my soul. Especially people's people's opinions when the people are not involved in my life. Right. You know, it's like there are people whose opinions I care about. And then there's people whose opinions I don't. Right. Um, One of my friends said, going back to work. My family runs more smoothly with me at home. We're in a good place. I used to feel bad about it, but it works for us. And I can always go back if I want to. I think that's the thing for a lot of women, because I think that, um, I mean, maybe men feel it too. But I think for women, you know, when you start staying at home, you feel like people are going to judge you right. or that um, you're not contributing anymore or that you're wasting your brain or, or your that degree. you won't be able to get rehired once you do decide to go back. And all these worries and all these things churn up inside of us. But I think that's a really awesome attitude of, you know what? I like being at home. Mm-hmm. I'm happy at home and everything will work out eventually, you yeah. know? So, and it will. Yeah. That's cool. I like that one. Another friend said, I no longer care about titles or promotions at work. I just want to be happy and stress-free. That's nice. Yeah. Another friend said, after losing my mom, my view of things and possessions has changed. I want time, happiness, and adventures. Stuff is just stuff. I think that a lot of people who experience loss go through that. Um, I know a ton of people who have lost someone close to them, myself included, who suddenly the priorities are totally different things. You know? like, Mm -hmm. Like... I probably spend more time thinking about when I'm dead than the normal person does, certainly. So I try, like, to really program things that my kids will remember, you know, like like to, to really think about the sticky stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I put a lot more energy into that than into, you know, m- most anything else at this point, you know. Yeah, that seems to be a theme, you know. I think, and, and one thing I noticed is that the people who responded that way are Gen Xers. Um, you know, who are kind of at where we are, you know, 40s. And, mm-hmm. and when we're starting to kind of, I think, you, you know, when you're kind of getting into a point of your career where either you're going to really, really level it up and you're going to really put a lot more energy into it or you're shifting into something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My friend Rob, who I went to high school with, he has um, in the original question about the bucket list. Let me see where his response was, because he's done so many cool things. He said, I've flown a plane, driven a race car, owned a motorcycle, had my dream job. 
have a fulfilling career, sailed my own sailboat to the Bahamas, been scuba diving, snow skied down a black diamond, well, halfway until I hit an ice patch and slid the rest of the way on my butt, (laughs) currently planning on perhaps my biggest bucket list, sailing around the world and visiting beautiful and historical locations along the way. And I've been following him on Facebook for a while because I'm really interested in the things that he's doing. And so one thing that he said that was on his Rhymesworth bucket list is retirement. He's like, it's either retire at 65 and live nicely, take an occasional cruise, try to master master a shuffleboard, or live now when I'm young enough to enjoy life and maybe I have to go back to work at some point. I've heard from too many people. I wish I had taken the time to follow my dreams when I physically could. Now I can't. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's really big and that's... Sometimes I don't think we're living life in the right direction, you know, when we're waiting until we're, you know, old and unable to do some things. You know, I think that that's a really good attitude. That's really pretty cool. Way to go, Rob. <laughs> Rockstar Rob. Something that I've noticed among my clients in the past few weeks as, you know, as we've kind of talked about, we're shifting. COVID is changing in a way that we're starting to go back to some things that we haven't done over the past year And I feel like I'm noticing people's attitudes um, shifting about where they're going to work Mm -hmm. and how much how much they're going to work. And one thing I've noticed a pattern on is when people are being told that they have to come back and work in the office, they are mourning the habits that they've created over the past year of spending what used to be commuting time exercising Mm -hmm. that they have they have relaxed they've had less stress in some cases and now we are as pendulum swingers Mm -hmm. we are swinging back to the other extreme of everybody get off your butt get out of the house and come back to work and I feel like we're missing an opportunity to live in the middle yeah I think you might be right um, I know that here in Florida, all of the state employees were uh, ordered back last Thursday. Mm-hmm. They all had to go back and be in the office. And I've been talking to some people who are like, I've been telling my staff, look, um, come back. You know, like our governor wants to do a nice show of, you know, like everybody's back. Look, we, we did it. But in a month or two, it'll settle out and we'll be able to go to a balance, you know. But what I think will end up happening like I love that in theory but I think in practice what's going to happen is once they're back and once you get back into that new routine then you're not gonna you know you're not gonna fall back into a balance I heard um, a a brief um, survey result on the radio um, that pretty much was not surprising it was about like 10 percent of people never want to go back to work in the office again. They're completely happy working remotely. About 10% of people can't wait to get back in the office. They really hate working remotely. And then everybody else really would like to have a hybrid where there's the flexibility to work from home, but be in the office for times when they need to have collaborative meetings and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, that that is something that's able to happen. But I think that looking at this list of what's on people's rhymes with bucket list, is it's all about time. And it's, mm-hmm. it's all about having freedom of time to spend the way that you want to in the short period of time that we have to be here on Earth. And um, so I, I wonder if, you know, where we are now, April, middle of April 2021, um, who's looking at how they're going to spend the rest of the year? 
and uh, whether the way that they're living their life now is the way that they want to continue living it. Love it. How about you? Do you have anything on your rhymes with bucket list? I feel like I've pretty much anything that I didn't want in my life has been gone it's for gone. a while now. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, it's a daily maintenance task, you mm-hmm. know, to be like, I'm not going to let negative things back in or I'm not going to let, you know, time wasters in and I'm not like and there are sometimes hard decisions like I could go do this thing and work really, really, really hard and throw myself into that. But right now, the biggest thing on my list is concerning that time aspect, concerning what we're talking about is, like I said earlier, we only get our kids for this little window of time that they are totally ours, that they don't have a work that's telling them you only get three weeks off a year, that they don't have, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. during this time, like, I just want to really fully invest my time with them and with experiences with them and with, you know, like, like this is this is a short window of time. You know, like, you get them for 18 years, you know, mm-hmm. if you're lucky, and then they, they're pulled in a bunch of different directions with their friends and with their after school activities and their stuff so you know um right now i um i know that i have to stay in this town basically (laughs) for like eight more years until they graduate and go to college and you know do whatever they're going to do and so i just want to spend this time you know focusing on on what i'm doing with them now will it change quite a bit when they are out on their own and i've just got tons of free time and it's just me yeah it's going to be different you know but and and there'll probably be other things that i'll want to cut out of my life or that i'll want to you know reprioritize but for now you know like i think i've cut most of the things i don't need and I, i feel like i focus pretty much on what matters you know well this is this is a heads up for everybody listening and everybody watching take a look Take a look at your list. Take a look at what's in your bucket list. Take a look at what's on your rhymes with bucket list. Um, Take a look at where you are this year and where you want to go. It's never too late to change course. I'm guessing you've got something that you want to talk about in the five-minute flip. Let's do it. So much to say. So little time. When the clock starts to tick, it's the five-minute flip. Ladies, start your engines. Yes. Last week on our show, we talked about all the jobs. Remember? Yeah. I had a bunch of things on my mind that day, and I like really needed to stick to my script. You know that I come in with a with like right. You know, kind of, we both do. you come in a lot yeah. more organized yeah. than me. We both do. <laughs> like we both have a where we're going. You know, mm-hmm. but um, I felt like last week. I really was so focused on sticking to my script that I wasn't being a good listener and I didn't feel like I really heard you. (laughs) And what's funny to me is that during the show, I didn't notice it. I didn't feel it so much. Uh And then when I went back and watched it, I was like, bitch, you ain't paying attention to her. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt really badly about it. And I even sent you a text, you and I was like, hey, I did a <laughs> crappy job of listening to you today and of, like, making it a conversational show, you know, and, and making it flow. And I felt really bad about that. And it made me think to myself, how often do we do this in life and not know that we do it 
because I didn't know that I was doing it in the moment. Right. I didn't. I happened to have the luxury of getting to review myself on camera, you know. So I thought, how often do we do that? And then I also thought, I can't undo that permanent product. Like if one person in the world picks up that episode and watches it and it's the only thing that they ever see of me or of you and I, they're going to be like, that girl, just all she did the whole time was chat about herself and like <laughs> and whatever. And that would be the perception, like the one-time perception that someone would have of me. I do that all the time. I, I after especially after I do a presentation to a group and then like because you're so focused on this is what I need to do and I notice that I do it the most when I have a lot of other things going on and I'm mm -hmm. checking things off the list yep and I go in and I'm kind of on autopilot and it's like I have to make this presentation and this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm saying and then later on when I'm able to think more broadly I realize I could have I didn't ask about questions I didn't really expand you know, I could have done this I could have done that beforehand it could have been a much richer experience and it wasn't because I was so narrowly focused mm -hmm. and I do it I mean I know that I do it all the time and I think it's I think it's really hard to strike the balance of being prepared and also being really present mm -hmm. I think that's a really tricky place to be well I think for us maybe it's extra tricky on this show because when I a lot of times when I prepare my side of the show, I leave a hole mm -hmm. for this. And here's where Heather will talk. Right. But I don't One know what you're... warning. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what you're going to say, you know? So while you're talking, I'm just looking at my next transition and what I need to do. That's so interesting because the way that I usually have mine is it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> where it's like, I'm going to set this up and it could go in several different directions. And so if it goes here, I've got some stuff. If it goes over here, I've got some stuff. And I could because I'm really curious to know like where it goes. And, and I do give myself the luxury of following where it goes and being OK with it being a messy, weird thing at the end. I bet we're getting close. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, We've let's, just to say, I know. <laughs> let's just say, I'm sorry, I'll try to be more present, and um, it, people don't think that I'm an asshole, please, because I was having a day that I was super narrowly focused. It's totally cool. I don't think that you're an asshole, and I don't think that anybody else thinks you do, and I want to be done with it so we don't ever have to hear a thing. Yay. We're done. done. <laughs> okay, good. Woo. So far, we have never had to hear the end. We don't know what John is going to do when we get to the end of the five minutes. And I'm going to try to keep this alive. Okay. <laughs> Let's try to keep it alive. I like it. Let's give the people some homework. Don't forget your homework. All right, guys. Don't forget to be present in the things that you're doing. Even though you're super prepared and you want to be, you want to be on the ball and you want to make sure that you get all your points made and that everything gets done. Remember to also just kind of be present with where you are and be okay with it being a weird, messy thing at the end. And then also take a look at your planner. If you have one or if you don't have one, then just take a look at your life. Your yeah. <laughs> and just keep in mind that, you know, we're only a third of the way through the year. Mm -hmm. If you're not liking the way it's going, you can change it. If you are super pumped about the way it's going, keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. But regardless, I want you to take some time this week to really ask yourself, what am I doing New Year's Eve? And I'm I setting myself up to be happy on that day. That's awesome. 
Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.